Welcome to Talking Towns Talk 2 Special. Tonight, while the Gov is uh, at a wedding, the Cruncher and the Media Mogul are let loose to discuss the life, the times, the career of one Trevor Bunny. As always, leave a five-star review and enjoy. Good evening, everybody. Hello. Hello, friends. And you are my friends. <laughs> and welcome to another Talking Town Talks to Matt. Are you excited about this one? I am. It's another trip down memory lane and also coincides when we first started going properly to Portman Road, doesn't it, Rick? Yeah. So, good one for us. This gentleman was playing in my first game that I attended. I was reading that bit in the programme, Matt, today that you'd, um, you'd yeah. put on social media a couple of months ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a couple, yeah. couple of housekeeping things, right? If you're new to Talking Town, we have got a season ticket giveaway. So, we're hoping to hit 4,000, Matt, isn't it, by the 30th of July? season tickets will be uh, up for grabs so um, if you're new please do hit subscribe I think we're about 290 away Matt so we're um, we're slowly getting there we are we are we ain't too far off and shirts there's shirts for up, up for grabs as well and also I've got a big shout out to um, one of our sponsors Away Days Beer Josh and Carla are expecting a child Matthew I think Wow. I don't want to put my foot in it. I think it is a little boy and it's due in October. Fantastic news. It's all good. All good. There you go. There you go. Anyway, shall we bring in tonight's guest? Go for it. We're going back. So this was a player of the year back in 84. 83-84 player of the year. And um, played 118 starts, nine as substitute, nine goals. Then he made the cardinal sin of moving to our rivals. And we will give him plenty of stick, I'm sure, about that. But all the way from sunny Spain, and his daughter did actually message, uh, dropped a message on Twitter on one of my tweets saying, please, Dad, do not embarrass us too much. Anyway, without further ado, uh, we'd like to welcome to Talking Town, Mr. Trevor Putney. Trevor, how you doing? Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How you doing? You all right? I'm good. You made Where? me feel old, by the way. I, I played in your first game you ever see, yeah? Yeah. I was eight. I was eight. Yeah, all right. <laughs> eleven. I was eleven. <laughs> Where, you're, so you're dialing in from Spain, Trevor. Where, where do you call home these days, then? Um, it's in between Alicante and Valencia. We've been here for about 16 years now. Oh, wow. But don't ask me to speak Spanish because I still can't. I can only order a beer and a glass of wine, and that's it. Done. You've got the you've got the essentials, essentials down. Essentials, yeah, that's it. Yeah, break down. I did say to Trevor this morning, Matt. There's no way he's getting that suntan by living in Suffolk. But exactly. Although it's been like Spain here, hasn't it? In the last few yeah, days. Yeah, that's your summer over now, isn't it? We've just started here. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that'd be it, Trevor. Yeah, we've so, been up you... to the fault in the last couple of weeks. It's been it's been awful. Were you? Are you playing the golf courses around there? I know you was a keen golfer, weren't you, before you became? Yeah, I've, I've just started. To be honest, with you, I've just started playing again. I've got the bug again. I've started to started to go out and practice a little bit. But it's, it's ridiculous over here. The prices are ridiculous over here. You know, in England, you can have a, play a decent course for 35, 25, 30, 40 quid. But over here, they want in 50, 60, 70 euros, and it's oh wow. Some of them are not the best, so you know it's. I was. It's an uh, old one. I was reading in one of the old programs, they did a thing called My Hero, 
and your one, Trevor, was Jack Nicklaus. Is yeah, that, that's the one you've that always looked yeah. up for. Yeah, the Golden Bear. Yeah, yeah, the Golden Bear. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. I was uh, to be to be honest with you, when I was a kid, I was I was pretty good, but I've got the yips now, so oh, bad news. Oh, mate, it's a nightmare. Bad I've had a lot of golf pros say to me, "Look, you've got to do this." I said, "Look, I don't need a golf pro. I need Paul McKenna because it's all up here." <laughs> you know what I mean? I just got I got hands fighting with each other. It's murder, mate, and it, it ruins your game. But I'm getting back. I'm slowly getting back to to. So and, um, I, I want to get back to single figures if I can. I was going to say you were down as a single. That's pretty good. Back in the day, yeah, it was. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I couldn't play that now, but um, I'm. I'm working on it. Put it that way. And it also said in the article, your ambition was to go and watch the the UK Open. Did you ever go and do that? Nah, no, nah, only on the telly. But the thing is, my nephew's done it a few times, and he said, to be honest, you, it's probably better off watching it on the telly because you get you only see one perspective. Here. You watch a game, oh, yeah. and you can't. On yeah, a telly, man. you're going backwards and forwards. So I think, to be fair, obviously you're going to get the atmosphere, but watching it on the box is probably better. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you, at least you've got the right environment to continue your golf career, anyway, Trent. That's what it sounds good like. Yeah, well, yeah. I, listen, I, I don't. I never played in the rain. You know what I mean? It's, I'm, I'm, a fine, I'm a fine weather golfer. It's got to be a pair of shorts now and a, you yeah. know, and a couple of uh, cold drinks to go round with you. But it's, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. In fact, I, in fact, uh, the guys are now over in um, in uh, Portugal playing in Bobby Robson's golf yeah. classic, yeah, and, I'm, I'm, and I still speak to Cali, Kevin O'Callaghan, originally uh, occasionally, and he started playing a couple of years ago before the COVID thing. Yeah, um, he said, "Look, you got to get your name down, try and do it." But his wife phoned me a month ago and said, "Look, the, the competition is going to be it's this weekend." And I said, well, because my wife's working out of a wedding planner. She's so busy, it's a joke, like three years wedding in a year. All right, so I said, yeah. what we can do? But whatever happened, we can't fly from here straight to Portugal, believe it or not. Really? From Ale- Alicante or Valencia, you can't fly straight to Portugal. <laughs> Go around the house. So, so I'll be cattle trucked anyway. So <laughs> One for next year. I think if, if, it, if I don't get in, if I could get in, and then I was getting in, I'd do the eight and a half hour drive and I could sort of make an holiday. Yeah. You know, we could stay there for, you know, another 10 days or something with a, with a wife and we'll have a, cool. have an holiday. But I, I I, I'd was... love to. I got a picture last night with, with Gunny, Brian Gunn and Callie, like probably obviously been on the piss and selfie. <laughs> yeah, and I'm think... sitting at home watching the telly. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I think anyone who was signed by Bobby Robson should get automatic entry. That's how it should work. Oh, without, without a doubt, mate. Without a doubt. The, yeah. guy, the, the guy was a legend. He was an absolute legend. <laughs> You've got a lot of family watching tonight, Trev, because I see you shared my Facebook post and um, they're all watching it. So don't embarrass your daughters, please, with your but, stories. Well, listen, why change habit of a lifetime? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and swearing, and swearing is allowed. Don't worry, you can swear as much as you want on it. Yeah. Right, okay. Okay. It's that kind of forum. Go on. I was going to say, where should, where should we start with Trevor's great career? Where should we start? Right, from the so, so you, I see you were rejected by Charlton, Fulham because you were too small. Oh, but mate, listen, let, let's, I've got a picture here. When I, when I finish this thing, I'll send it to you. <laughs> and, I, and I was talking to my friend tonight about it, and it was when I was playing for Brentwood in the Essex Senior League. I think I was about 16 at the time, 17. No, I don't think I was, couldn't have been 17, but I've got... And we had a picture done outside the back of the stage, just a, a, a random picture. 
and it's like it goes like that and then all of a sudden it goes down like that and that's me and i'm standing in between two blokes that are both exactly my age and i could be their son that's 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 how, that's how young no i'm serious i'm it's that bad i'll send it to you you'll piss yourself honestly it is it is it, it, unbelievable problem I still have that problem, Trev. <laughs> yeah, that's very small. He is like, yeah, he's a bit like dropped off. So rejected it's by like little things, isn't it? Good things come in little packages. That's what I see to your wife anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a trial at Spurs. You at Spurs had a trial there, didn't you? Yeah, that was um, that was because of I used to play for Brentwood on a Saturday and Sunday. I played for Robin Sports, and um, p- believe it or not, Peter Taylor, you know the Tottenham winger and yeah, England yeah, manager. Yeah. Like, he was my manager, and I used to do like Sunday morning. We'd go there, play Sunday mornings. Half the geezers were pissed anyway from the night before, but <laughs> I'd, I'd do things, and he go, he go, how are you not a pro? This is like Peter Taylor, and I'm, I said, well, look, it's all, I, it's all I want really. Um, and I was like 19, 20 years of age, so I thought it might have passed me by, but I still held on. I knew I was good enough. It was just giving the opportunity. Anyway, he got me a trial, and I went. I went to, he took me to Tottenham. Uh, we drove into Chesson training ground, and obviously, I'm standing sitting there. And there's Ricky Veer, Ozzy Ardelis, Steve Perryman, Glenn Oddle. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, what's, what's going on here? But it was amazing. And, and I had a, I think I had about a month there. And um, because of it, all my friends now are like Mark Falco, Gary Brook. Uh, Mickey Hazard, all these people, mm. Chrissy Uton, Paul Miller, all these guys were sort of on the verge of getting into the team. And yeah, and, and I and years later, when I finished playing, I, I went up into the city in London to work. And after five years, Gary Brook phoned me one day and said, Do "You want to play in a charity game?" And it was like for the Tottenham Vets. And I played, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But we footballers, the mum, Mississippi. Football is a, the, the, the comedy, the, the, the sense of humour is a totally different thing. She said, you laugh at things and no one else will ever laugh at, you know, when you're with the boys. And we are the biggest mistakers on the planet. But for me, Gary Brook and, and Mickey um, and Mark Falco said to me one day, we couldn't believe you didn't get signed because of, you, you know, you were the best trialist we've ever had at, at the club. Wow. And now I'm waiting for the for the after bit, the piss take, but it never come. And for me, <laughs> for me, that was like, oh well, oh it's like the piss take. I obviously meant it, you know. But it was just one of those things. I, I I played I played a few games against Oxford University, Cambridge University, and like pre-season games, and yeah, yeah, I did yeah. well. And then one day, Peter Shreves phoned me up and said to me, Trevor, can you get down to White Hart Lane tonight? You're playing in a combination against Luton. And like, I walked out of White Hart Lane. Bear in mind, I was used to walk out of Larkins on in Brentwood, like with like one man and his dog and all that. And you had to clear the dog shit off before you play. Now I walked out of White Hart Lane, and to be honest with you, I just on the night I pantsed it. I just I just uh, did myself any favours. And Peter Shreves uh, see me after the uh, Keith Birkinshaw see me after the game and said, "Look, he said, you know, we you did all right, son, but you, you know, I don't think you're any better than what we've got." Um, uh, so he let me go. He gave me 50 quid. I can't even remember driving home because he broke my heart. Not and then Peter Taylor kept on. And he, he actually got me another trial against... And I played again with all the boys again at Kesgrave one night. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go out there and... Fucking sod them all. You know what I mean? I went out there and, and I run the game against this Kesgrave team. And I, I knew I was the best player on the field. And I didn't hear anything. After, I didn't hear anything. Before. I thought, this is it. I ain't going to happen. But 
eventually it did. So, you know, from uh, yeah, I, I got there in the end. Persistence. Yeah, pers I was just saying, yeah, persistence. Really. Trevor messaged me last, uh, I think it was last night or the night before. You're on there about the characters, right? And you said you hate the game nowadays. It bores you shitless. That was what you said. Do you yeah, think there's about... not the characters? Do you think there's not the characters now like there were back in when you were playing? No, no. I think it's big, it's big business now. You know it is. It's like yeah. you know, it's it, it, it's all about the money and you know what the teams are earning. And people have said to me like, when you when you retired, did you miss the game? Yeah, you missed that walking out in front of thirty thousand people, twenty five thousand people, mm. and um, you know a bit of kudos where people want to want your autograph. But what I miss most of all was just the the, the dressing room banter because you, yeah. you know, you it's just like you know you're going you're earning money going by taking a piss out of your mates. You know <laughs> what I mean? You go in the morning, it was old term, was it? And you just absolutely started nailing people, yeah. and I was one of the worst ones for it. So. It was like, you know, and when that when that disappeared, I was lucky enough um, to to work on the life market. I don't know if you know what that is in London. It was I was a a derivatives trader, and oh, it right. was like three thousand people. I, yeah, I was trading my own money for five years. My brother-in-law was up there, pack up that stupid game and earn some real money. That's what that was what I got. And I went up there for five years, and my wife said to me, she went, "Fucking hell!" She said, "You left one kindergarten and joined another one." So. So I still got I still got that buzz for another five years because oh, of wow. the the atmosphere I worked in because you know you had to put your balls on the line every day you know you you went out there and you I weren't trading anything I was trading my money so if you made a mistake you know you was going to get bent over and you know yeah. so it, and it, and and I'm not really a gambler so I found it a bit difficult but. You know, again, I was just getting the hang of it, and they shut the fucking place. So, there's a good comment there in the comments there, Matt, from Nick Muller. He says, yep. "Trevor, thirty thousand at Norwich, only if Ipswich turn up." <laughs> well, yeah, I, listen, I, 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 the game. I mean, I used to go back to when I sort of packed up playing. I used to go back and do a bit of work for the Press Association. And I used to do like the stats, everything at Ipswich, and I used to go and watch every game, uh, every every home game. Um, and you know, I, the, 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 I went back for Ipswich Norwich game, and I'm I'm there waiting for for this game to kick off. You know, because it was when when I played, it was like wh wherever you were playing for the first tackle, you made sure they knew mm. they was in a game. But the game's gone. You can't tag. You can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? And I think. The game went on for 30 minutes. I looked at a guy next to me and I said to him, like, local derby. I said, you having a laugh? I said, it's, no one's made a tackle. <laughs> yeah. And I just, that's why I can't watch the game now. I just think it's it's like, you know, they they, they, they touch them now and they crawl around on the floor. And, you know, when we yeah. played, it was like you tried to show you weren't hurt. You know what I mean? I've yeah, it's got the other one. Jones when a bastard broke my nose. <laughs> it's got a bit too sanitised for you now then, Trev, is what you're saying. Yeah, I think so. I just, I just, yeah. I just got no. I'd rather listen if the football's on. I'd rather watch MasterChef. <laughs> no, I do. I, 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 like, I like to cook. I, I love to, you know. I, I love yeah. all the cookery programs. So, and I'm, yeah. you know, they, people think I'm weird. I go, no, fuck that. I'm watching MasterChef. <laughs> I prefer it. I just, I've got no interest whatsoever in in uh, football at all. That's what I said to you guys. Don't ask me about yeah. the Ipswich team today because I couldn't name a player. But, you know, the demise of clubs in at the moment, obviously, I hate that because, you know, it means a lot to me. I started my career there. 
And it, it, I mean, the club's fantastic. I mean, it's it's just, you know, when I when I do go back, occasionally when I get back to the UK, I take the boys there. We go and watch a game, meet up with Walkie in the gallery here, and have a few oh, beers yeah. after. And it's yeah. like it's like everyone on the gate's still the same person it was when I was there. And it's just like nothing changes. And it's lovely. Right. I go back. It's like that come from pair of socks. You walk in and it's yeah. brilliant. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great. And, I, and to see the state the club's in at the moment, I just, you know, I just, I, it, 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 you know, it hurts really. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be in that third tier in terms of status, should we? But hopefully no. we've got new ownership. We've got these American ownership now, Joe. These things happen though. I mean, you know, you, I mean, I, I said when I, when I used to go and watch the games with George, when George Burley was manager, because George took me to Colchester and when he when he went, and I said to him, I've got you the job at Ipswich, mate, because when I went there, they were bottom of the league, Colchester. And when I had a month's loan, I was at Orient at the time, and had a big row with John Sitton, who's... Surprising. And he, <laughs> yeah. he, um, I had a big row with him, so I went on loan for a month. And when I went back, we were third top. So George wow. said to me, like, I want you for another month's loan. But what he didn't realise, I'd been booked about eight times in the meantime. So, I went back for my month loan. I only played one game. He, does. he weren't a very happy bunny. But he actually told me, George actually told me that when he went back to Ipswich the first time, when he went back there, he thought about coming back and bringing me and Steve Whitten back to Ipswich. To, yeah, to, you uh, Steve. Steve Whitten was at Colchester, weren't you then? Yeah, but he was going to bring me and he was going to try and bring me and Whitten back, mate. God, how would I have loved that? You know what I mean? I'd have had my old team back, 21. I'd have had that back. <laughs> What, what was your first memories then, Trevor, of arriving at Portman Road on your first day? You're part of the setup now. You've been scouted. Well, again, of messages. It... Just, just cutting in there, Matt. You've got a couple of messages. Uh, Chase says, go on, granddad. <laughs> All right, Chasey boy. Harvey. <laughs> Mason, yeah, Harvey's there as well. Mason and Grace. We're all in. Go. Go. We've got more grandkids and more kids than Dr. Bernardo's. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, my first my first thing from uh, going to Ipswich is I thought what a what a what a funny accent. But I, yeah. but everyone in the club was a jewel. <laughs> I thought that, I've never been out of Romford, and I've got to the club and they're all like YA and there's Robson, there's yeah. Ferguson, there's all these yeah. people, and I yeah, thought yeah. that's how they spoke in Ipswich. You know what I mean? <laughs> And it wasn't. It wasn't until like, I actually got to know Wiggy, the groundsman. I realised how bad the accent was really was. <laughs> were you still? Were you still a postman when you got spotted and scouted by Ted? No, 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 no. I, I was only a. I was only a postman for a. I was. I was a messenger boy for a while because I didn't want to work in an office. And I, oh, I, yeah. you know, I was always going to be a footballer. You know what I mean? I yeah. was. I was hanging on with dear life. Yeah. Um, but when you you can, when you're eighteen, you have to go up as a postman. And I and I like there's no way I'm getting up before. I think I've done two days and a week off sick, then another day and then a week off sick, and I thought, nah, I can't be doing with these early starts. So, <laughs> so I'll be on that. I'll be yeah. 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 It, might, it must have given you a real great sense of relief, like you say, because you've gone from playing at Brentwood, which is close to me, because I live in Chelmsford, yeah. so I know that area. Uh, and like you said, you went to Spurs, White Hart Lane, and you know, it, you felt the dream had died, and it's suddenly you've got the second. The second chance. It, it, it was it was so weird because I was playing for Brentwoods only Essex Senior League, and it wasn't even a big club. I mean, it was Essex Senior, but I played there because all my mates were, there and I was enjoying it and having a laugh. I didn't in, in my head. I didn't think about well, if I'm in a bigger arena, I could get spotted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I used to get 
managers from Enfield, Hendon, every week phone me, like, I want you to come and play, offer me a job in the print, offer me this, offer me that. But I wanted to be a pro. And then one yeah. day I got a call from, um, uh, God bless him, Ray Arford. You, you know Ray Arford? Is it Ray yeah. Arford? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was at Colchester with, um, I can't remember who the manager was at the time. Anyway, he phoned me up, he said to me, look, is it, yeah, Ray Arford. Yeah, he said to me, look, he said, we want you, we'll give you, we'll have, give you 40 quid a week. He said, but we want you here. He said, come down a week's trial. He said, but we think oh, we, you're good enough. You're gonna, you know, we want you. He said, we'll see you on Monday. On the Friday, I get, I'm over my brother's, uh, who's dead now. Um, and my mum phoned me at my brother's and said, there's been a bloke on the phone called Ron Gray. He said, he wants you. He said, he's from Ipswich. Can you give him a call? So I thought, anyway, I called him and he's, Ron was a character. He was incredible, incredible man. Um, and he said, look, we want you here on Monday for a trial. And basically, that's how it started. And I, I, I didn't even, you know, I didn't know where Ipswich was. I took a case to stay overnight. It took us an hour and a half to get there. But now it's like about 45, 40 minutes, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and my brother travelled down. So my dad never drove. So my brother took me. Um, and I had three days there. And they obviously liked what they saw. They asked me back to I played in a game. And I played a couple of games. And, and that was it. But, I, you know, it's if you think about it, I signed for the best club in the country at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like someone yeah. going playing for a, like a Mickey Mouse outfit and then all of a sudden they're playing for Man City. Like yeah. a year yeah. a year later. And that's and that's basically what happened to me. And I, and it's just, you know, you've you've got to have the ability. You've got and there's loads of people out there who've had the ability and but you've got to have a bit more. You've got to want it. You've got to want it badly. You've got to sacrifice things. You know, my mates used to go out on a Friday night on the piss and I used to go and sit there with a with a like a shandy and then go like nine o'clock I'm going home. And I and you know I was and I'd go home at half nine and they'd be like all oh, getting on the lash and but then yeah. I'd get up the next morning, go to this play the game and, and it obviously Yeah it, it worked, you know. So that, that was instilled in you, was it? You had that sense of drive that, you know, got yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think, going. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think being small in a way helped me because I couldn't get served in a pub anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, you know, it was like I walked in, it was like, hi, oh, I'm like, like where, where the other t- seven, six dwarfs were. You know what I mean? But it was, it was just, but I could, because I couldn't go into a pub, it, it, it sort of, and I've been with my, my wife for forever. We've like been school, school childhood sweetheart. So, you know, she, she was like there with me, like anyway. So, but no, I just it's, it's what I've always wanted. And if I would have had a pound for every time someone said he could have been a pro footballer, I'd be a rich man. Because like, but you've got to have a bit more than yeah, you've got to have the ability, obviously. But you've got to have this dedication. There's this, 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 this. There's loads of things you need, and and luck, obviously. Which in the I end, I up earlier. I've up earlier, Trev. Um, I think it was a bit. It was in Shoot Magazine. I think I was reading. It. Um, Charlie Woods had quite a big sort of influence on your your time at town. Yeah. Yeah, Char- Charlie was. In fact, I something a couple of years ago, I, I, I made me phone him. I phoned him back in back in Newcastle, and he, he was chuffed. And, and me and Irving Gurn and Mish Davray now, you know, sort of not regularly, but we'll phone him up to see how he is and all that. But yeah, I mean, when I got in the reserve, I started playing in the reserves, and I just used to get hammered. I mean, because they they didn't like. No disrespect to people in Suffolk or Norfolk, but they didn't like that 
easy going life. They knew that being a, a Londoner or an Essex lad or whatever, I had a bit about me. And, you know, if someone was to give me stick, I'll, I'll go, like, I'll fucking show you. You know, I, you know, so he used to wind me up, wind me up, wind me up. So I'd start kicking it in training. I'd kick everyone or, or you, but, but that was the reaction he was after. And, and I know for a fact that Charlie liked me a lot and, you know, we've had, we've had conversations about Fergie and I don't like talking of him with the dead, but he, 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 man management skills were zero. You know, he, I've done it, I've done, a, I'll tell you, a, I'll tell you a story. Not, you say 1983, 84, I was player of the year, right? Yeah. yeah. He called, he called me in his office and um, at the end of the season and he called me in and I thought, I walked in, I'm, I'm 10 foot tall, like, you know, I'm, it's a, it's a, it's an unbelievable thing, you know, like the, for the fans to give you that give you that award. Yeah. And it was obviously the team started to break up, but it was still some big names in that team. Mm-hmm. And uh, I walked in there, ten foot tall, and he, this is this is verbatim. This is he went to me. He went, I'm still not sure about you. <laughs> he said, you've won a fucking Tuppany Eighty Award, given <laughs> given to you by people who know fuck all about the game. <laughs> How'd you that? How's that for a pat on the back? I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking he's going to put his arm around me and go, "Look, son, you, you keep on. You could, there could yeah. be an England call up or something like that." He's like, "Absolutely, I've gone out on my knees. I've like snake's belly. I've gone slivering out of his office." But that's that's. Yeah. I mean, that's what a that's what a man was like. I mean, you know, I don't say I don't like talking here with the dead, but but that was the conversation. He, he was a football man, a great football man, coach, and whatever, yeah. and he was a great fall for Bobby Robson. But yeah. Man management skills was yeah. zero, and he thought because I was when I was in the changing room, everything was like it was about like I was the center of it. I was like a prat who, if there was anything to get a laugh, I'd do it, irrespective of what it was going to cost me or tr- any trouble I'd get in. And I've, I've done it all. And you know, he, he thought I didn't need that arm around the shoulder, right? And you know, you know, son, you've been great today. And I never got it until I went to Norwich. When, and I got it on the first first day, and I thought, "Wow, yeah. this is this is something else." So, what, what's what's all this about? You there was a reserve game, and your mate Mark Grew was in goal for town. You went on the ten away, put him off or something on the back pass. Yeah, no, in, in, in fact, did you remember? You remember Saint and Greedy? You two? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, loved yeah. it. I, I got a three page spread in their book one year. And I think I don't know if you know. Do you know Dave Allard, the local reporter? Yeah, Dave? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave's an old mate of mine. I know he's not been too well lately. So, Dave, if you're out there listening, I hope you're feeling better, mate. Yeah, Dave, yeah. Um, he, um, he, he put his stories forward to the Saint and Greasy book, and I took up three pages of them. One of them was we'd gone to watch a reserve game in the, in the Tuesday afternoon, freezing cold. So we're out watching a game in the corner where the, where the players come out. And it used to be the PA room at the yeah. top. Still up there? Still yeah, there. well, well, that's that's where it happened, and I and I and there's no one in the ground. It's freezing. I said, "Sod this, lads!" I think it was me, Mark Brennan, Steve McCall, and I think it was um, Peter Slater. I think at the time, they're like those BBC now, aren't they, Peter? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we're 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 um, we've gone up to the Tannoy room, and we're standing there, and we're we're watching the game from the corner, and I've looked down like that, and there's this mic. <laughs> I thought, oh, you know, I can't resist it, but I know. <laughs> I, I didn't know, but Fergie was there with Charlie. There was loads of managers there and whatever. Anyway, I flicked them. What's it on and off? Because we, we had a shop at the time called Grew and Putney and Grew. It was like the biggest waste of money ever, but that's another story. 
So I've gone, it's gone to Gruy and I've gone, but as I flipped it on, there's all feedback, whistling, going all around the ground. I can't hear that. And I've gone, well taken, Barney. And he's, he's looking around and all that. Anyway, I've, I've carried the boys are in bits. So I've got them laughing. I can't stop now. So I keep flicking it off and on. And anyway, I'm, anyway, I'm sitting with me back to the door. And um, all of a sudden, Mark Brennan's going to be putters. I've gone, what? He went, Fergie's coming. I went, shut up. I said, because you used to have to walk out the back of the stand, didn't you? Down along that, before the thing's done. Yeah. So out, out the stand, back up the stairs, I went, I went shut up. He ain't going to come all this way to, to have a go at me. Anyway, I'll turn around his neck, his veins in his neck. And he went to me, he dragged me, dragged me into his office, which is right on the corner. And he went, what do you think you're doing? I went, I went, he went, he said, I've just got rid of one Larry Cockney bastard. He said, now you're going to fucking start, are you? <laughs> cost, cost, cost me 200 quid. Oh, no. <laughs> that was probably a month's wages then. Yeah, yeah. You were kind of you were kind of like act now and then regret it later. I listen, suppose. Listen, listen, listen. If it if it was to be done, there was no. If I knew I'd get a laugh, it was. You know, I just had to do it. You know, it was just one of them things. I just couldn't stop myself. <laughs> Who's the characters back then in the dressing room? Then obviously you you were probably oh, the biggest one of them all. But um, who else? Who else? Oh, Butcher was still there, weren't he? And yeah, but that was all. That, I mean, Butcher used to. I mean. We'd come back from reserve uh, from first team games, and things obviously weren't going great at the time. And there was there was lights of the younger. Well, there ain't much difference between us really, but in stature, with Butch being like who he was, and it was like myself, Irving Gurn, and Mister Avray, and all that at the back. And we'd be listening to Shalimar, and Butch was an heavy metal bloke. You know what I mean? He was yeah. into his Iron Maiden, but all of a sudden, he like the fucking cassette would fly out the window, like the Shalimar tape would go. It'd be on the M4 somewhere. Where he launched it at the top of the bus, you know what I mean? He just like, what's this shit? Oof, off that ago. But yeah, but no, it was just, it just as I say, it was like it was a pleasure to go. It's not, it ain't work, you know. It, it's not work, you know. You you had to work hard to get fit, and you don't realise how fit you are until mm. you know you're not playing anymore. But it's just, um, it's just a pleasure to do the job. I mean, it's the you know, for 99.9% of the male population, is probably the best job in the world, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially now with the money as well, you know? You, you were saying that, obviously, Fergie brought you down to earth a little bit, but obviously there was this double-page spread that me and Rich were looking at in the programme, Trevor Putney, Player of the Year, and in it you say you thought it was a joke at first, you couldn't believe that the fans had... Well, had, no, had I mean, to be, honest, to be honest with you, I'm the, my first seat, sort of part season... Um, I think it was, it must have been 82, I don't know, but I, we went to a dinner, it was the executive box dinner, um, and I'm sitting there, and, and I don't know, do you know Deb, Debbie Noy, used to work at the club, Debbie? Yeah, Mike, that must be Mike Noy. Mike, Mike's, yeah. Mike's wife, yeah, yeah. I've just got in contact with her on Facebook again, and yeah. she kept looking at me and sort of smiling and laughing, I thought, what's she laughing at? So we're all sitting down for this dinner, and I think um, John Motson was there doing the, oh, wow. after dinner and all that, and we're sitting down here. And I, I come second in the box holders player of the year. This is on my first part season, which yeah. was, a, I thought, Jesus Christ, what a bonus. And when, like the following year, it was, it, it, to be fair, it was probably one of one of the best seasons I've ever had. It was just one of them where football's about confidence. You know, you've got, if you're struggling, then, you know, you're not firing 100%. 
I, I, and at that time, I was every time I went out on that pitch, irrespective of who was going to be on it, Arsenal, Man United, whoever, I knew I was going to be one of, if not the best player on the field. And I just, I was, I was so pumped, and you know, especially away from home, it's a little bit easier away from home when you've, you know, not so many, you know, you're getting sorted from their fans, but you don't give them money because that, that, you know, that, that gees you up a little bit. So, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was one of them seasons, and uh, it was. Uh, you know, when when they told me, I thought, yeah, whatever. But yeah, it was just, a, and it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm, a, it's an amazing thing, you know. And I just, Brilliant. you know, you can't, you can't take that away from me. I've, I've got it, and it's standing there in black and white for, for years yeah. to come, you know. But the knob on the side of it, Bobby Robson, but Bobby Ferguson put knob on the side of it. <laughs> but the local paper, Trevor, I was reading. What, what would that? Would that be the East Anglian or the? Would it be in the yeah, Star? One, yeah, I think it was one, one of them. Yeah, they said. He would struggle to keep a place in a fourth division side. Yeah, I, I actually read that, and that 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 actually I actually read that remark, and that actually spurred me on to to you know just you know I thought you you know what do you know you twat you know so it was one of them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but but yeah, no, there was great times, unbelievable times. I just did, uh, you, um, did you play in Jason Dazelle's game when he scored when he was sixteen? I was the one who passed it to him. The commentary game, the three-one. Yeah, oh, it was a great ball, by the way. So you didn't even think about that, did you? Yeah. No, no one ever talks about it. Can't find it nowhere on YouTube, so we'll have to take your word for that. Oh, no, it was, a, it was even better than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was. It was one. It was Magoo's first game, wasn't it? It was his. Uh, yes. Because he can't see no further in his nose. He's, he's blind as a bat, and he, Jason. So he's. Uh, yeah, he was uh, fifteen, wasn't he? Fifteen years of age, or something. 15. Yeah. Back what to school that? the next day. Yeah. Yeah, I believe on it. Incredible. Yeah. With Fergie then, Trevor, because obviously Bobby Robson, this like, you know, global figure and man of the people, uh, grandfather of the game, yet he's foil at town. Obviously, he's Fergie. He was like the complete opposite. Is that why they weren't? Yeah, I think coaching wise, he was, he was like, Bobby was a little bit, he wasn't, I'm not saying aloof, but he's, because I didn't have, I didn't have that because he was a first team manager. I didn't have that much to do with him. He was, after, I mean, the the guy was just for, for me. The guy was incredible. I just, you know, he he used charisma. You know, he's my wife used to travel up to London on the train, like every day for three years. Yeah. When he got the England job, he used to see her in a state. Or what, mind you, he did love an attractive woman. So he's just like he just like like had a chat with the rain on the train. As Trev doing blah 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 blah. Okay. But he had time for everybody. He had time for everybody, and he was just yeah. such a. And I remember when they wheeled him out at Newcastle that time when he was in the wheelchair. I did, yeah. I did shed a tear. It was just um, yeah, it was hard to, to watch, but uh, yeah, yeah. And do you, do you think the Cobolds were trying to sort of think once Bobby had gone to England, they would keep Ferguson there to try and think that the magic could continue? Maybe to think that you know, just uh, but it just he just didn't have it, and I don't think he got the respect of the of the players like your Mariners, your. You know your meals yeah. is and all. And I think the club was struggling financially at the time as well because <laughs> of the pioneers. Because of the pioneers, then exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you look. I think I heard that Paul Mariner went to Arsenal because he wanted a thousand pound a week. I mean, Paul Mariner was one of the, at the time for me. He was one of the best strikers in Europe, if not the world. He was yeah, just yeah, a, yeah. Yeah, in his book, Trevor. If, if you've read his book, it says that he didn't want to leave town. He didn't really want to go to Arsenal. He only wanted another thousand, but they said no, they can't afford it. And yeah, I mean, you think about it now, how much. How much would he be worth? And you know, oh. you like some walkie and people like that. I mean, Jesus. 
How, how, how good was Walkie, Trev? Because like, whenever we get, we've had Craig Forrest on, we've had Frankie Yallop on, we've had lots of legends like yourself on, and they all wax lyrical of how good he was on, on the training pitch. I mean, just give, give us a picture of what it was like training with him. I don't know. He was never on it. We used to, we used to call him we used to call him Man Friday because he he was one of these players. If for me, if I didn't train during the week, so I, obviously psychologically or whatever, yeah, yeah. I come to Saturday and feel like a bag of shit. Walkie used to get lie on the treatment table Monday to Friday, and all of a sudden he come out on Friday, he's fit for Saturday. <laughs> and he'd be like, he'd score, he'd be, he'd just yeah. be up and down. Mate, the, the, the guys, and as a friend as well, as a bloke, when I first joined the club, he, he um, you know, he sort of took me under his wing a little bit. And, you know, although there's not many years difference in age, he just, obviously what he'd done, you know, in his career yeah. and over Scotland and all that, <clears throat> it, for me, it was fantastic. And I, and I was just a, 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 a lovely fella, but... You know what a player. I mean, you know, you score forty odd goals. It's be Liverpool's top goal scorer for Christ's sake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it takes two. The geezer, he just do oh, he, nothing flash about him. He used to get it, break it up, knock it wide, time his runs into the box. Yeah. And, you know, frightening. I, I suppose, like you alluded to earlier, the, the the team broke away for Ferguson, didn't it? Really, like you say, Millsy went, Mariner went. Yeah. Walking. I mean, they're such big misses, aren't they? Yeah, oh mate, honestly, it was like I can remember. Uh, I think we was at Stoke, and I think I was. It was just after I sort of broke. You know, I think I was sub, and um, he had a, a tear up with Alan Brazil, and Alan Brazil just went like that and got in the bath, and he caught Fergie was wound up because he couldn't get at Alan, who was in the bath, the big bath <laughs> yeah. over the far side, and he goes, "I'm not listening," and you know, it was it was just one of him. I think he's just he couldn't get the respect of the players. It was difficult and. I'll say, like, um, you know, man management skills, are, for me, anyway, I don't think, and I think a lot of, lot of players who played under him at that time will agree with me. You know, like Frankie, I mean, he's the sort of Frank, Irving. I mean, <clears throat> I remember Irving Gernon. I mean, Irving was a good friend of mine, still is, and he went away with the, he got called up for the England under 20. He was lack, lacked confidence, you know, he, because you never got that arm around the shoulder because he, so he always... Mm. You know, that doubted himself. Anyway, he got this England call up, went for the, I think he's under 21, 23s. Um, and when he come back, he was a different player. He just, he had that little bit of edge. And I thought, so fair play to you. Good luck to you. And we played, I remember we played the following game after the England game, we played Villa at home. And um, we were, we were doing, doing fine. And I think Irving got caught on the edge of the box with the ball, doing something and, I think it fell to Peter Wiv or Gary Shaw and bang, 1-0. Mm -hmm. And and I remember going in at half-time, well, if you, it just, Fergie just absolutely mullered him. He just like absolutely ripped him. And, um, and I thought, oh, sitting there like that, you know what I mean? You, know, <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you don't mean to make, make, you make mistakes, you know what I mean? It's, you know, is it like me, when, when we, you talk about the story on the Saint and Greasy book, and one of them was when we played Newcastle and Bob used to have the, the bio rhythms done of the other team. So um, we were playing at Newcastle, obviously his own town, and like we're doing all right. We've, we've gone one nil up at Newcastle, and I'm having a I'm having a good game. I'm, I'm enjoying myself, and um, I'm having a bit of a bit of a laugh and joke with John Bailey, the left back. Do you, do you remember John oh, yeah, Bailey? Yeah. He played for Everton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he the twat got me booked for no reason whatsoever, and um, <laughs> anyway, sort of. It was sort of second half, and we won the up still, and and then 
Um, I had the ball on the halfway line and I've gone to, I tried something clever, it didn't come off. And it, it felt to Peter Beardsley. Well, the twat has gone on to beat about four players, gone to shoot, gone to shoot, gone to shoot, hasn't. And all of a sudden he fired it between Ian Cranston's legs, one all. And I know I'm going to get the blame for giving the ball away 50 yeah. yards away. So now I'm pissed off. So I've, the, we've kicked off, the ball's broke down, and someone knocked it out to Davey McCreary, and he's got to bring it down on his chest here. I caught him there. <laughs> two <laughs> two feet. Two feet. <laughs> and, and I know I'm going, and I've had to walk past Bob, and that was, that was Daly and Atkinson's first wow. game in, in, the, in, the, in the first division. Because wow. I, yeah. I, I, I walked off, and I thought, shit, I can't go in. Because I know he ain't coming back on the bus. So I didn't go back. In. I'm in the bar, and I'm sitting in the bar, and I can hear cheers going up for this uh, one or two, one, three, one. And I think, right, I can't go back in the change room. So I waited until the bus pulled out. I was in the players' lounge, and I was banging on the side of the bus for the lads to let me in so, so I could jump on because he weren't coming on back on the bus. So, yeah, that, I think that was the beginning of the end for me, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well you mentioned Daniel Atkinson there. Daily, what a player. What's a yeah. plan? Well, he he, he 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 went away. He went away once end of one season. A scrawny little, scrawny little kid, yeah. and he come back like two months later. He looked like Mike Tyson. Yeah, just yeah. incredible. I mean, the the, the change in him. He went from a little boy, like a skinny little lad, to yeah. to this thing that you know he was just a beast, wasn't he? You know, just yeah, a, yeah. Fantastic. Well. Yeah. Well, look, we've skirted around the issue here. You say the beginning of the end. So, Rich, we've got to mention it, haven't we? So, Trevor, so we get to the summer, and then suddenly you're swapping with John Dean. What's going down? Yeah. I've got, I got a, I got a call from uh, Ken Brown, and I, I was stupid. I was a little bit naive, really. Well, very naive. And he, he said to me, "Look, we want to do this deal." He said, "We'll blah 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 this that, and the other." He said, but don't say anything to anyone. So he wanted it kept under just in case his other clubs want to come in for me. So yeah. I've like being a dick, I didn't say a word to anybody. And I just, and to be fair, as I said, I was just a little bit naive. I thought, you know, I used to go out for it, which give 100%. Why should it change? You know what I mean? And, yeah. I, and I've got absolutely mullered, mate. It was, I mean, it, it could, my first, we first game we played, we played at, um, uh, Chelsea and I got I got done by Davy Speedy. I got stretched off, and um, and that's when when the difference between the two clubs because I got so pissed on the way back it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was just honestly it was like a beano. We got a nil nil draw, which was a great result. Everyone was so happy. Ken, there was a bottle of gin, there was a box of wine, there was bitters, there was lagers, yeah. and I've got I got me foot up and Mel Machin's putting his arm around me, telling what a great player I am, and I'm thinking I'm like. With a with some gin and wine and God knows what else. Sounds all right. And, um, and my, 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 when I got home, I couldn't even. I, I was on crutches. And lucky enough, Danny lived across the road to me, and he he dropped me off. And I went indoors, and I and I stood there. And my wife opened the door. She'd moved all the furniture, done it all. Could be moved in that day. And I went, well, "What a fucking club I've signed for!" <laughs> and, then, and then I fell in the door. <laughs> As you do. I suppose I nowadays, know. Matt. I suppose nowadays, if you, there's very few people, Trevor, cross that divide. Um, I think Andy Marshall was probably the last one, Matt, when he came 
to town. Certainly not, yeah, certainly Norwich to Ipswich. I can't think yeah, of anyone yeah. from Ipswich to Norwich. I think you may be, well, be the last one from 40 years yeah, ago. I think it, it, it was, um, it wasn't, let me tell you, it wasn't easy. And I think if you're of a nature where you're, well, I don't know, you've got to grow a pair and, and go out. And because I, I mean, I used to get, when I, because obviously I got injured in that game and I was out for quite a while because I'd done my ankle ligaments. So by the time mm. I got back in, the boys were flying. They were like, we were up there right at the top of the league. <clears throat> and I was sub, and it was only one sub at the time. And it used to go, number one, Graham Benstead or Brian Gunn. Hey, number two, Ian Colbert. Hey. Get the number 12, Trevor Putney. What a boo that used to go up around the ground. It was incredible. <laughs> and my missus was in. No, mate, honestly, you wouldn't believe. And I, in the end, I, I used to try and make a joke of it. I used to pull my shirt up over my head and all this. And um, and, I, and I had to work it. I had to graft at actually... You know, trying to win the fans over, and and it, and, I, and you know, eventually it was. Uh, I think Steve Bruce put a bit in the program about you know you're trying to destroy the lad. You ain't, you ain't kicked a ball for us yet. Give him a chance. And yeah. we played Huddersfield, I think it was in the FA Cup. And I was on the bench, and it got to. And I, I was already sitting in the dugout, and it got to number twelve, Trevor Putney, and all of a sudden the crowd had clapped. So me being me, I thought, right, I'm going for it. I, I, I jumped out of the dugout, stood on the side of the pitch and bowed to all four sides of the ground, grafting to try and win the fans over. And then I got back in, but Wayne Biggins got sent off and I think I played in the next game. We played at Leicester and I scored an absolute weldy. And then that's how fickle supporters are because yeah. the next yeah. day, it was, you know, I was a legend. It was like, you know, I've done this. and <laughs> So it was, uh, yeah, was yeah it? I mean... Was, was it, it ever in the back? Of, was it in the back of your mind when you did sign from thinking, "Oh bloody hell, they bought the really? right?" Yeah. I, think, I, think I must have been a dickhead, really, because you know I, I say naive. I was like, "Well, you know what's what's going to change?" You know what I mean? I've just gone yeah. to the local rivals, and nothing's going to change. But yeah. I just, I just thought, well, I'm, you know, I'll go out. And I'm, I'm I'm doing a job. I'm going out yeah. to do my job, and I I did it okay at Ipswich. I'm going to do exactly the same at Norwich, and you know, what's your problem, sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny. well, I was going to say, Rich, it's funny because like Tre- I've got the book here, East Anglian Daily Times is 100 great Ipswich players, which Trevor's in it. But of course, John Dean coming to Portman Road, in Norwich Hall of Fame legend, had gone on and managed them when he went back, didn't he? So it was like, it was weird, wasn't it? It's like a different yeah. dimension. Odd. Yeah. Odd transfer, yeah, really. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just, and to be honest with you, I mean, you know, people go like, well, what's your favourite club and all that? I mean, Ipswich, I've always, obviously got that connection because it was, it was what, I broke into the team there and everything like that. But my probably most successful time was at, at Norwich. You know, we finished yeah, fourth in the table, fifth in the table yeah. and FA yeah. Cup semi-finals. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it was it was good times there. So, was it, was yeah. It's it it? it only Heisel that stopped Norwich getting in um, yeah. the band, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's me. Lucky, lucky Trev. It's like, you know, I'll pack up playing football when the kit man's on 10 grand a week. I go up into the city and turn some money in the in the life market, and that's and that shuts down after five years. <laughs> I played I played in four semi finals, and the only one I won, I broke my leg in it. Yeah. yeah. What was that, what's the, um, the Borough? Was that, was that the Borough? Yeah, in the Zenith yeah, yeah, Systems Cup. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Golden Cowans, the only tap we ever made. He done me, broke my leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What, what was the culture like? Were, were they different? Because obviously we're rivals, right, Trevor? And, you know, but was the culture different at Norwich than what it was at Ipswich? Was it noticeable? Or were they similar clubs? Or um, No, it was, it's, I think similar clubs, but the way 
Ken Brown was with the players. He was one of the he was one of the boys, and it was yeah. And and, and you know he'd come at the back of the bus. We when was it? it was obviously things that have been different if if we were we was having a shit time. But and at Ipswich we were most of the time. You know we couldn't we were away mm. from home. You'd you'd make sure you sat looking up the bus to the back of the bus because Fergie used to come in, open the door, and stand there and start slaughtering the players in front here. Okay. He can't see these two's face. So we're just taking a piss and making trying to make these two laugh and it'd kill them. You know what I mean? But at Norwich, obviously we were flying a totally different a different animal. So like we're buzzing, mm-hmm. like the beers come out and everything and yeah. Ken had come back down and sit with us and it'd be then like someone would start singing and it was yeah just, perhaps, was, you had, perhaps you had more of an affinity with Ken being that he was a West Ham player and you're from that neck of the woods and all that maybe he, he was he was I mean you know Bobby Robson his his record speaks for itself. I mean what he's done in football Ken was just a lovely man. You know, I remember my first day at training over at Trous, we, my wife come over, she brought my daughter Amy over and um, that was waiting for me to finish training. And anyway, I've come off the training field and my wife's sitting down on the floor on the grass, Ken's lying on the floor back with his, with, the, with my Amy in his hands playing with a baby. And I, I thought, <laughs> so I just couldn't see Bob doing that somehow. It was probably yeah, half yeah, <laughs> like you were saying, it's probably it's that winning mentality because they'd obviously just been promoted, hadn't they, from Division Two? Then hmm. you carried it on. Who was the characters there? Because you had what Dale Gordon was playing. Yeah, there was. Oh. We, we, there was like we had. It was just it, the banter was. I mean, we was just like any club. I mean, you know, you're going to get your quiet lads, you're going to get your mouthy lads, you know. And it's you know, um, there was Dale. I mean, Andy Linigan was the driest I've ever met in my life. You know what I mean? But it'd be like a Mark Bowen, you know. We had Andy Townsend, Gunny, you know. It was just like we had a we had a good set, of, and we were the, the you know you them times ain't as good if you're not getting the results. And we were going to Liverpool, beating Liverpool, beating Man United, you know, getting these results. And obviously that helps the the atmosphere. You know, you go in on a Monday, you're not think, looking over your shoulder, thinking or looking up the table, you're looking down. And you know, when we started that first season, we I think we won the first three games, and we're there. And it's a yeah. massive difference when you know, well, if we if we get beat today or if we draw today, we're still here. You know, if you're at the bottom, you know, as I say, when, when I when I when I was doing the Ipswich thing, um, and I was watching all the games and I and and George got promoted and to the to the premiership, <clears throat> and that first year, same thing happened there for Ipswich. They finished fifth in the table, yeah. got into Europe. But I I watched every game and every home game and I watched the team grow and it was like when you first watched them, it was like, do we deserve to be in this premiership? And it was like, we've got to prove it. And to, to prove it, you've got to work hard. So you have to fight mm. for that, fight for the right to play. And they did. And that's why they finished fifth in the table. When I when I went, the following year when I went back, I went to the first game, I went to the second game and I said to the geezer next to me, um, I went to him, look, I said, they're going to struggle. They're going to go down because I think George thought he was a better manager than he actually was. The players thought they didn't have to do the hard stuff and the shitty work anymore yeah. because oh, we're playing in the premiership with fifth in the table with the nuts. But no, you've still got, you've got to start again. You know what I mean? A club like that, mm. you've, got to, you've got to make sure you fight for the right to play. And, and that second season, after four or five games, I knew they were going to go down. Because I just yeah, wasn't that season. You're looking at back then. Richard Wright went and Scowcroft went, and you brought in 
Serini, the goalkeeper, come from Italy, and Fanidi George. And you, you've had them two lads who come through the academy. They knew what it was meant to play for town. Yeah. They've gone. You've got two lads come in from yeah. probably on probably on more money, maybe. That didn't help. Wedge. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like when you're when you're a team like Ipswich and Norwich now these days uh, or, or whoever, one of these teams that gets promoted, you've got to show some sort of ambition to your fans to go to stay in that league. You know, you're getting your hundred and something million pound payment and then you're getting a parachute payment the following year. But to, to get players, good players, name players in, you've got to basically pay them more money because they're either going to go to a team, you know, if Chelsea wants them or, or someone else, they're going to rather go to a middle of the table rather than a team like Ipswich. So for them to get to, to get them to the club, they've got to pay them bigger money. So they do that. Then all of a sudden they're, they're wrapped up now in a three-year deal. They get relegated. Now, what do you do? Do you keep them players? Do you, do you get rid of them? A lot of teams keep them, and then that's where the it's like the old parachute gets. Do you think that's where Norwich go wrong there, Trev? Because they, they're a bit of a yo-yo team. They sort of go up, but they never seem to spend any money to sort of... No. It's like, you know, it's like, but what do you do? It's like, you know, I, I don't know what the state of the club financially. That might be in a great, great position. I don't know. It might be in a... And it like you know in a in a great position where they got bundles of bundles of money, but obviously they they're not maybe not putting it to leave. I don't really know, you know I, I don't really know, but it's just it's difficult. I mean you know you've got to understand that you know that hundred odd million these days is probably not enough money, you know. What I mean? yeah. And if you get relegated, you are absolutely, you know you're you're did you're, you're up against. Did you play against Town? Did you play in that Simod Cup game at Portman Road when we beat Norwich one 0 when Simon Milton scored? Did you play in that game? Um, I don't think I did. I'm not sure. I remember. I remember. I remember when I, I played when I joined Middlesbrough, which was a bit of a mistake, really, because I should have joined Leeds. But that's another story. But I played for Borough and I broke my leg. I told you in the Senif Data um, semi-final, and my first game back, funny enough, was against Norwich. And and to be fair, the Norwich fans were unbelievable to me. I mean, I come out as my first game back, and they like basically give me a standing ovation, which I thought was. Fantastic, you know what I mean? But, but it's like, you know, I come back to Ipswich and it's just like, I've never been away. It's, I love it. Yeah. It's got the people, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great... Going oh, back now, what, what Trevor said about town, about Suffolk being too nice. We, we've said this yeah. on our pod mm. loads of times, Trevor. When we got relegated from the championship, mm. they got a standing ovation. Yeah, we got, got clapped off, Trevor. We just got yeah. relegated to the third tier. yeah. Well, that's why they did not look at players like Kevin Steggles. Steggs was like a, a, a good player. I mean, he, he had pace, he could pass the ball, he could, you know, but he just didn't have any any confidence. And he was from Bungie. And, he, yeah. and it, you know, they used to, he used to get hammered as well. Like, you know, like everyone did. But where some players are like, try and, you know, go, well, up you, I'm going to, you know, I'm yeah. going to do what I do. It was like they, they disappear into their shell. And that's, you can't have a, have a team where you're getting hammered from Monday to Friday, expect the best out of them on a Saturday. You know what I mean? You can't do it. I, yeah, remember, yeah. I remember once I, he, we were going out and he went, who, who was on the penalties? And I went, I'll have them. And he went, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you think you would have um, dealt with the situation if you'd been a Norwich player and gone back to Sportman Road then, Trevor? Because obviously you'd have been heavily booed at Portman Road. Would you've, How would you have sort of dealt with that, do you think? 
I think the same way I did when I was going the other way. I mean, I just yeah. I don't think it would have been any any different. I mean, you've you know you've got to work, you've got to show the fans that you can do it. I mean, um, you know, that's what they want to see. And the hard part for me was obviously getting injured in the first game and the yeah, team's yeah, doing yeah. well. And they, they yeah. thought, well, why do we need this twat? You know what I mean? We don't need him in a team. <laughs> but but you yeah. know it was uh, yeah it was difficult. You know? Who knows your story might have changed? You could have scored the winner at Norwich at Portman Road, and it'll be all, all be different now, wouldn't it? I, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have celebrated. Oh, I've got that's. We're, we're pleased to hear that. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have celebrated. That's <laughs> another thing. That's another thing wrong with modern football, Trevor. When these players go yeah. back to their clubs and they like don't that. celebrate, <laughs> I don't like that. Celebrate, you scored no. a goal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't score that many, so yeah, I'll celebrate them. Don't worry about that. <laughs> See one on YouTube. You scored a cracker for Borough. I think he was at Leicester. From about 25 yeah, yards. Yeah. Tap in, wouldn't it? Great goal. He scored nine exactly. goals for town. Nine goals for town, Matt Trevor's well, to, to be honest with yeah. you, my first season, I think the first season, I'd scored three in my first six, seven games. Yeah. And, it, and I think you just... And I used to be like an attacking midfield player, but I think you get drummed into a... You're either a Maverick player, you're either a Gascoigne, a Letizia, or, yeah. a, a, you know, a Grealish, who... Who don't give a money? You can tell them to you blue in the face. You got to get back. You got to mark him. You got to mark. They're not going to do it. But you know, you get you tell me to do something. I'm going to do it. I'm a team player. I'm going to do it. You know, you're four four yeah, two. Yeah. You're shuffling off the field. So that's what you do. And it's you know, it's um, yeah. It's just I wanted to be a pro. I'd have, I'd have cleaned the toilets if you'd have asked me to. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trevor, look, I can see that it's nightfall now in Spain. So we've given you've given us an hour. Absolutely fantastic. And on behalf of all the talking town fans around the world thank you for giving us your time and thank no you for problem. a great Ipswich career we'd have all given our right arms to play 100 times for town and no, you know, you've got a unique story haven't you going to, to Norwich I think I think it's really intriguing can I just tell you a little story before I um yeah, sure. before I, well when I when I um obviously I didn't get back to Norwich much because of the um it's a bit too far from where I live in 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 Brentwood you know, Ipswich was 40 minutes, that's an hour and a half away. So I never went back there much. And I think it was, um, you know, Kev, remember Kevin Piper? Done, does yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, was doing, he was doing a a, a a live football thing. And he asked me if I'd go to do it, to the studio in Norwich to do it. So this is like 2000, I think, something like that. Anyway, I phoned up Gunner. He was, um, he was still at the club, working at the club. And I said, look, honey, I said, I'm coming up. I said, do you want to meet for a bit of lunch? And he said, yeah, it'd be great. He said, I'm not seeing you in a while. We'll have a couple of drinks. He said, and um, well, uh, I'll show you around the ground because they've done so much stuff. It's all new and all this. So I went, okay. Anyway, we get to the ground, meet, see everyone I haven't seen for years and waving hello, how are you? And um, anyway, he starts to showing me around the ground. And anyway, we get to this door, he opens it. I put the put, push the door in. I put the lights on. Well, I don't know the lights are on, and and I've looked and there's a picture on the wall, three meters by three meters. Gunny leaning back in the chair like this. Next to that is another one inmate in a safe. Next to that is another one like pictures of Gunny on the wall. I said, he went, yeah. He said, Delia's called it the Gun Club. I went, God, fuck it. I said, you must be shagging her something rotten. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know if you've been to the to the gun club, but it's like an L shape. We've took two steps, and round the corner is six of them having a ball meeting, and Delia is sitting in the middle of them all. <laughs> from, 
So I'm now thinking, shit, I want the ground to open up and swallow me. And Gunny, I can hear him laughing and giggling behind me. And it's, I, 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 I'm like, I don't know what to say. So Gunny's got up to Delia and said, hi, Delia. I said, do you remember Putters? Is uh, Trevor Putney? Putters? And, and, and I, I went to shake. I went, I went, hello, Delia. I've got all your books. <laughs> but she, to be fair, to be, to be fair, she was giggling. And I didn't use the word shagging. She's probably pissed. She's always pissed on the sherry. She probably was. Yeah, yeah. I think they must all be there. It was after that. I think her old man might have been there as well. I'm not sure. But yeah, honestly, I could, it was two steps. As soon as I opened my mouth, I thought, oh no. Oh god. But there you go. Anyway, great, great story, boys. Great story. Great oh, story to finish on. Thanks, Trevor. We really Send appreciate it. Send me that picture of the dwarf. Yeah. I will do. I'll send, I'll send it on to you. <laughs> nice one. Top man. Yeah, boys. Cheers, everybody. from